Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live around Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Taz Racing Talk with Sam Highland and Campbell Brown. What an opener that is, Doc. Finally, they finally got our names right. Um, Bond's been upset because they've been introducing Highland and Brown, and he's been doing the last few. I'm finally looking at you. Uh, You're here in the flesh in the studio in Melbourne. It is great to be here, Doc. Great to be here, and good to be opening up this Friday with Taz Racing Talk. So. We've got plenty ahead of us, and uh, yeah, so I suppose get into it. But um, no, it's, it's you've been it's... well. You're enjoying your time here in Victoria. I'll tell you one thing: the weather has been terrific. How good is it? Like, because I just bought shorts and t-shirts and a few jumpers, <laughs> and uh, it's been it's been so good though. So so much fun to catch up with mum and dad, and I haven't seen them for a couple of years. And yep. same with the kids. So they would have loved it. We've been having a ball and. Uh, Feeding yeah, the horses and so. uh, see, see the geese. There's some geese yeah, on the property. And the, and the chooks. Chooks. There's so much going on. So it's good fun. Beautiful. It's good fun. Right, let's get into Taz Racing Talk here. And, uh, yeah, well, it's just uh, – it's uh, it's been a bit going on in, in Tassie in, in uh, recent weeks, hasn't it? The racing's been fantastic. It has, yeah. They had a couple of Wednesday nights off, um, but they had a, a nice meet um, a couple of nights ago and uh, – I think we're going to be having a chat too to um, well one of the greats of Tassie racing, Scotty Brunton, who has got a little bit of a battle on his hands this year for the premiership title. Um, he's tra- he's trailing Adam Trinder and only a couple though, but um, we need to speak to the, the great man. He can tip us into a couple of winners. Yeah, and he's good for a tip. He's good for uh, and he's good for winners. That's for sure. The Brunton name uh, famous over there in Tassie and. And uh, all round, really, just great racing family. They are the Bruntons. So he he could be in front in the premiership by Sunday night because there's a well, it's it's that easy. Strong guys. hand, yeah. strong hand on Sunday in Hobart. Runners in most of the races. So a couple of winners would be nice, Scotty. And of course, uh, multiple prem, multiple premiership winning trainer that he is. Have we got Scotty on? Oh, we've got Scotty Bruton on the line. Scotty, welcome to Taz Racing Talk on this Friday. How are you, boys? What's going on? <laughs> We're going beautifully, mate. How are you travelling? Going good, actually. I'm just on the back of one. Uh, Teague's are down at Five Mile Beach, uh, riding a couple. So. Well, you're literally riding right now, or have you jumped off to speak yeah. to us? No, 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 no. Right now, right now. You're too frightened to jump off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Scotty, hey, it's good It's good when you're jumping on a few, isn't it? It's, just, it's good for the girth, I reckon. Because you, yeah, you, uh, you rounded up there in, in it for a period, didn't you? So probably just... Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, yes, I certainly did. Oh, yes, I certainly did. Oh, look, I've lost about 25 kilos, so yeah, it's pretty good. So, But um, at the start, when I was jumping on, a couple of them looked back at me and said, one at a time, please. But Magnificent, Scotty. Um, you're having another fantastic season, mate. Obviously, 
ding dong battle with uh, with Adam Trinda, your, your great mate. But um, you have a pretty strong hand on Sunday at Hobart. Uh, plenty of acceptors in most of the races, mate. Um, who will start? Uh, we'll start with who you think is the hardest to beat. Yes. Okay. Right on the day. Um, look, I reckon. Uh, look, I'm hoping she'll she'll uh, she'll clip me around the ear for saying this, but I think Tegan will have a really good day. I reckon she's got a, a really strong hand with a few horses. Um, that are in form, so yep. she's probably going to be the hardest for me to knock off. She's got good chances in a lot of my races, so um, okay. certainly be interesting. But I thought for uh, my side of the team, I thought um, so. Race one, you got Valabar, Skyway Star, and, and Ivory Man. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Ivory Man's gone to miss, okay. um, which is a shame. So um, he's been a good money spinner for the stable. He's been good fun. But Re- he's, retired? Uh, he'll be retired. Yep. Yes, he will be, unfortunately. But um, Skyway Star was great first up. Uh, good, tough win. Ran down Romery. Um, doesn't gets, gets him pretty good at the weights. Um, yeah, I thought she'd. Uh, I thought she'd run a really. She'd run a good, uh, respectable race again. I probably would feel that. Um, Look, Amalwood gets in pretty well at the weights with the claim. Um, as long as the girl can handle him okay, I thought he'd run a really good race. And, and Valabar's fresh up again, had a little let up, um, but uh, was racing really consistent and uh, credible towards the end of his prep last prep. Small fields can be a bit tricky, can't they, Scotty? And I mean, obviously, with with one of yours out in that race, it's um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a real race of tactics. A hundred percent. The apprentices will probably come to the floor a little bit with the claims. Um, they get those horses in in smaller fields, and they, you know, don't meet as much traffic, and they uh, tends to be a little not so much as fairer racing, but the better horses get their best chance, don't they? So, um, so yeah, race so. three, you've got Zade's stories. Uh, this was a good second last start. It was a good run last start, boys. It's probably looking for fourteen hundred, but I just look. My, I'd say she's almost a good thing, but. My only concern is she's, you know, only a couple of weeks between runs, and her last couple of runs were spread out. She, she doesn't do the greatest. She's, um, you know, she's a, she's a bit um, light on when it comes to the feed. But uh, look, she's at well since her run, and she's held her condition okay. But um, if she reproduces her last run, uh, that'll win that race comfortably. But um, I'm just a little bit concerned with a little bit of a quicker turnaround than what she's used to because she's, um, like I said, her condition sort of fails on her a bit. Okay, it's good to know. What about race four is another smallish field. You've got two chances. Fin- um, Finksy's uh, always a, a pretty consistent sort of uh, gelding that's around the mark. And uh, and then with um, Sunset Gun, Chelsea B- Baker on board, you've got the four kilo claim. So gets in quite light and was, was pretty solid there uh, last start at Hobart. Yeah, it's a really good run at Hobart. Did any of you guys see the run of that good good luck bob or, or bad luck bob, whatever it's called, King McCool's on? Uh, yes. It was massive, yeah. It, it's the one to beat. Um, I think she'll be up on the speed and so will uh, Sunset Gun. So just hoping that he's got to make the trick down from the northwest from Devonport. So on our home deck, that's the only way we could beat it. If it reproduced its last run, it wins the race. Race five, uh, you've got to host the runners in this. So they all got to go around. This is champs again. <laughs> Lucky little. Uh, yes, most of them will go. Yarra Master will be scratched. Yeah. Um, he's just had a bit of a virus. Oh, big fella. Ooh. <laughs> um, he's had a bit of a virus. And, uh, yeah, so we're a bit uh, – he won't run. The rest of them oh, – I'm up in the air about um, 
travelling gigolo. He may be kept till the following Friday for a 2100 metre race. He's, he's knocking on the door, but he probably wants 2000 metres. He's got one lined up already, the gigolo. <laughs> he's ready to go. <laughs> what about race six? Uh, you've got Freak on a lead. Yeah, look, um, it's the, it's the, that's the 1400. That's the horse I'm on right now, actually. Rich Clan. Yeah, he'd, he'd be the one to beat. There's that Tegan's horse. Righto. And yep. then in the last, uh, what have we got? Oh, we've got a few runners here. So uh, Verbano looks a good hope. Yeah, look, um, she's uh, she's a really nice three-year-old filly resuming. Um, maybe going the coward's way around things. Tech Warrior will be racing next week in the Taz, in the Taz bread uh, um, $50,000 race. So we just dodge him for the first up run. And uh, she'll be into the next one about a month later. There's a 1400, but she's a really nice Billy. Just not made a mistake, but I went uh, bridge too far out to the 2000 metres with her last start, and she didn't get the trip. Um, all her form before that had been absolutely sound, and she's probably one of my more promising fillies. Yep. Yeah, you took a couple uh, over to Victoria last weekend, Scotty. Um, Mandela Effect and, and Limbs Cruiser, how did they get through the, the run? Uh, I thought that. Mandela effect uh, was pretty good. Uh, it, the, the finishing of 11th um, doesn't look great, but it was yeah. only beaten sort of three and a half lengths. Yeah, he wasn't far from the, he wasn't far from the winner, boys. You look, I took him over there. He raced at um, Flemington uh, two and a half weeks prior, I think. Yep. And I thought he'd run a massive race, and he's the first horse beaten with shit out. And it just um, sort of put a bit of a dampener on things. I left him there at Paddy Payne's, and he's uh, he's been mucking around with him a little bit. He'll go to the... Um, is it the Easter Cup, a Group 3 2,000 metre race at Caulfield? Yep. Uh, yeah, so he's going there. Um, Friggin' Limbs Cruiser. I think it ran the second quickest sectionals of the day. I think the five fastest sectionals run first, 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 and second in their respective races. And I've run the second quickest of the day, and he's run seventh. Mm. So he's just got way out of his ground, Limbs Cruiser. Come wide. It was a massive run. Um, he's nine years old, but... Uh, he don't know that. He's, uh, he's, 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 he's in a real purple patch of form at the moment. He's doing a great job. Scotty. It's a nice race just around the corner for him in town somewhere. Beautiful. Great to catch up with you this morning on Taz Racing Talk. It's important to keep the feet forward, hands down. <laughs> just hang on, son. Yeah, hang yeah. on. Did you nearly come <laughs> off before? <laughs> Nah, shit, no, I got this covered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come off. You watch, I'll hang up and I'll hit the deck. Yeah. Uh, mate, great to speak to you. Good luck Sunday. Hopefully there's a few winners there for you and uh, and you can be nipping on the heels of Adam Trinder. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, no more seconds, boys. Any more seconds, I'll have a minute. Have <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hiya, Scotty. Yeah. There, is, you, there is Scotty Brunton uh, who has been in hot form and trailing... Adam Trinder, only by two, so it's going to be interesting with a host of runners uh, this weekend, Dog, and some good chances. Yeah, it's uh, the, the markets aren't out yet for Sunday, um, which is always a little bit frustrating, you know, because they, they give you the best guide as to uh, when the early money goes on, especially for betting stables, and Adam doesn't mind doing a little bit of that, but um, we'll just wait another 24 hours, but he's got a nice hand in a few of those, uh, those races, especially the smaller field ones, so no doubt... Jacob Bevis will be uh, will be the man who's poured over the form, and uh, for, uh, he's the man to speak to down there for some and, tips in Tassie. And Doug, we have him online, Jacob, uh, the host of the Bev Show, and uh, yeah, Tasmanian media personality. Jacob, how's the weekend looking? 
Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, it looks like a, a pretty good uh, seven-race program. A couple of small fields, but I think most races are pretty competitive. So, um, yeah, it should be a good afternoon of racing out there at uh, Hobart on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Have you got a, a best of the day? I, just, I don't know if you could hear us speaking to Scotty Brunton. He thinks that Tegan Keys uh, is, is going to have quite a nice day, um, but he, he tipped us into a few. Um, who do you like? Yeah, I actually like a couple of uh, Scott's uh, horses. Uh, I like in race three, number eight, Zade's stories. I, I did hear uh, Scott Brunton uh, express a couple of concerns, but I thought he's run um, uh, his second uh, behind Gigi Snowflake uh, last time out was was quite good. He made up some good ground there, and, and Gigi Snowflake uh, ran a good race on on Wednesday night. So I want to be with him in uh, in race three. That's number eight, Zade's stories. And then in race five, I like a horse called Lucky Lil, number two. She's been in great form. She's won two of her last three races. Uh, both of those wins have been over the track and distance. Um, so I like her as, a, as a, a play in race five. That's number two, Lucky Lil. Jacob, you've been doing a lot of hosting work for, for Taz Racing and, and Taz Racing TV. How's that been going? Has it, has it been really popular? Yeah, I think so. It, I mean, uh, any sort of um, coverage of, of racing, uh, especially here in, in Tassie, I think is uh, is bound to do well. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back at, at it again on on Sunday at Hobart, seven-race program. You can watch it all live uh, on tazracing.com.au through the uh, the Taz Racing TV platform. And we've got plenty of, of live-hosted racing coming up over the next week and a bit as well. So uh, make sure you, uh, you hop over there and... Um, and uh, get involved and, and watch all the coverage. Bev, I know you're a fanatical dog supporter. They've got a big game Saturday night against the Tigers. There's a couple of, of outs. Uh, Alex Keith is out for uh, for the Bulldogs down back. Um, you'll be tuning in, no doubt, mate. Are you confident? Oh, I can never be confident against uh, <laughs> Richmond. They've been, a, they've been a good team, even though they've been disappointing the last uh, couple of weeks uh, they're, they're a good team and they can't be taken lightly. And, yeah, you say we've got a couple of defenders out. But I'm looking forward to seeing Tim O'Brien debut. I think he might be a good pick-up for the dogs. But, uh, yeah, fingers crossed the doggies can get up. I was happy that they got the win last week. Uh, good man. Uh, good luck this weekend. Hopefully we can find plenty of winners. Thanks for your time this afternoon, Jacob. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the weekend. There is Jacob Bevis, who's all over everything Taz Racing. And, uh, as I say, can be found on Taz Racing TV where... He'll find you plenty of winners. We'd better take a break, dog. Uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to have a bit of greyhound talk. Sounds good. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Sam Highland and Campbell Brown. Welcome back to Taz Racing Talk. And now it's time to catch up with Steve Lockley, the Hobart Greyhound Racing Club president. And Steve, you had a, you had a big night uh, last night or they had the heats for the plate last night because uh, you've got some, some finals coming up for the, the Easter plate, the Easter Cup and, and Easter Purse. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we sure have with uh, next Thursday night. We've got our uh, Easter Cup final for the top graders, our uh, Easter Purse final for the the puppies under two and our uh, Easter Plate final, which we had heats of last night. Uh, was it well, well attended and, 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 and plenty punting on, on the dogs last night? Oh, there was a few people there, a few new, a group of new owners there that had just recently purchased a dog. Unfortunately, they didn't get through to the final, but they had a good night, I think. Um, so, yeah, it was quite a good night, yeah. You must be looking forward to uh, Good Friday, the, the dual code that uh, is going on with the Harness and the Greyhounds meeting in Hobart, which uh, is pretty rare. 
Yeah, well, the first time the Hobart Greyhound Racing Club has raced on a Good Friday. Um, traditionally, it was held at Devonport, um, but the yeah, Hobart's got the slot, with, uh, and we've got a combined meeting with the uh, Tasmanian Trotting Club, and uh, yeah, it'll be a great day, I reckon. Should be um, should be fantastic if you're looking for something to do. That's uh, going to be pretty exciting, and there's going to be activities and activations and things for kids as well to get involved and have a have a good fun. Yeah, yeah, they've got a lot of kids' activities planned and that, but, uh, yeah, face painting and, and such things like that. But, yeah, no, I reckon it'll be a great day. Steve, what about the, the impact of the, the closure of, of Devonport, what, what that has had on, uh, on, on the Greyhound caper over there? And, and yeah, is, how's that all going? I look, I really feel for the people on the northwest coast like they haven't got a track now. Um, they've got a, a trial track that needs a bit of development. So, you know, if you're training at Devonport, you've got to travel, you know, an hour and a half to Launceston or, you know, um, to trial on that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's got a big in, impact on the local trainers up there. But hopefully we'll uh, we'll get things underway and get a new track built at La Trobe for them and uh, things will move on. But, yeah, I, I don't know what the, the impact will be in the long term, whether we'll lose many trainers. Um, because there is a, a lot of trainers on the northwest coast, and uh, yeah, it's the, the meetings are being picked up by both Hobart and Launceston, but it's still a lot of lot of travel and a lot of time out if you're training on the northwest coast. Yeah, that's going to be frustrating for them. I think they'll probably, uh, in the short term, be okay, but it's just whether it, it takes an impact on them long term, doesn't it? So um, fingers crossed. Uh, there's a solution there. Also, Steve, what what do you do away from um, greyhound racing? I know you've got. Uh, you got uh, you're involved in another industry outside of of Greyhound. It's um, talk us through that. I manage uh, one of the local bus companies down here in, in Tasmania, um, and they're sponsoring the actual Easter Easter Purse final. A company called O'Driscoll Coaches. So yeah, I've got a very very good boss there that um, lets me sort of wear both hats. And yeah, so yeah, I'm very heavily involved in the bus industry. How did how did that come about for you, Steve? Have you always been involved in in the bus industry, or? Yeah, yeah, I've been been. I started off as a driver for the government down here. I've been involved in the bus industry thirty odd years, and been in greyhounds over forty years. So, I tend to stick at things when I start on. Have you have you seen some carnage on the school bus, like like? Uh, you know, back oh. in the day when you're taking a a, a busload of kids, like I know, Sammy, I, you would have been at the back I, of the bus. I know the carnage that I used to cause, right? And you know, we we had this old rooster that pulled up on the side of the road, and he's like, he's gone. If you don't pull up, if you don't stop it, right, that's it. You're all getting out and walking. And have you ever had to pull the bus up and, and give him a speech? Many a time we've done, I've done that, mate. Many a time I've done that. One of the schools down here does know me as Scary Steve, so oh, no. uh, I think they, they tremble a bit when I turn up. Um, I only do a lot of filling in now when I've got guys away crooking that, but yeah, I'm, I'm known as Scary Steve at one of the local schools. But um, we're unfortunately we're not allowed to kick kids off anymore, so that, that's sort of put a halt to that. You've got to be very nice to them now and, and tell them they're doing the wrong thing, you know, 30 or 40 times. <laughs> Gee, the world's changed. It has, it, what, oh, about it has the, changed. what about the, the greyhound trainers? Do they know you as scary, Steve, as well, or not Not so much in this in, industry? Nah, mate, nah. I get on pretty well with everyone. I catch a fair few at the trials, turn up at the trials most times, and, and do a bit of catching for a few of the trainers to help them out, and then they don't have to worry about finding extra people. So. Yeah. Most Saturday mornings I'm there somewhere catching a few dogs and Thursday nights and selling a few raffle ticks. I'm very hands-on chairman of the Hobart Club I am, so I've got a good right-hand man in Graham Barber helps me out a great deal with the uh, the, the, the other side of it, the, the dealing with the departments and the, the TAS racing and that. So 
we're, we're running a pretty good ship at the moment. We're pretty happy with the way things are going. Good on you. Like, Steve, uh, excuse my ignorance in, in the greyhound uh, side of things, but I was just thinking as you were saying that, that, um, you know, you, you've obviously got to take someone that, to walk the dog to the box and then you've got to have someone at the other end to, to catch it. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the normal procedure. Years ago, we had an old guy who used to never turn up with anyone and no leads or nothing. He let the dog go, and he, his favourite saying was, "They can't run another trial till they've caught that one." <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, we try and try and keep them rolling along, and that you know we're there if anyone needs a hand, sort of thing. Some of the some of the trainers like um, turn up with six or eight dogs, and so they know I'm going to be there, but. Always do the right thing. I got struck down with COVID, so I had a week off, so I had to ring him and say, listen, I'm not going to be there. You've got to find someone to help you. So, uh, But, yeah, no, we, we try and help everyone out down here. Fantastic. Well, good to good to catch up with you, Steve, and best of luck with that uh, Easter meeting. I'm sure it's going to be a beauty. Yeah, yeah no, we, we, we hope it goes well with the two days, like the Thursday night for the, the Easter fi- series finals, and then... Back it up with Good Friday with the combined meeting with the harness, and hopefully it'll be a lovely Easter. No, you're doing a great job. Have a great Easter, and we look forward to speaking to you again soon. No worries, boys. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Cheers, Steve. There is Steve Lockley. You're better now. It is grumpy Steve. <laughs> scary Steve. <laughs> scary Steve. Yeah. Scary Steve. I never, um, <laughs> I would have been down the back of the bus terrorising everyone, Sammy, but I always walked to school. I lived, uh, uh very close to, to where I went to school and I always walked and the grove. I'd yeah, <laughs> I'd ring a couple of uh I'd ring a couple of um of bells on the way and run off. I was doing a bit of nick knocking <laughs> on the way to school. But the old nick knocking. Not, not on the, the, the bus. That's the only reason why I wasn't terrorizing because I never caught the bus. Yeah, I was uh I was a big bus catcher down the end of the street, uh primary school and then uh and then Made the transition to the bike uh, when I went to high school, and then I didn't go to high school for very long, so um, that was a good thing. Then I, <laughs> then I, then I found horses to ride. So. <laughs> exactly right. You don't need to stop at uh, at red lights, do you? Now we'll go to a, a break. That was great speaking to Steve Lockley, and we'll be back very shortly with the great Jamie Cockshut. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Sam Highland and Campbell Brown. Welcome back to Taz Racing Talk, and uh, this is my favourite segment on Taz Racing Talk, the harness racing guru of Tassie Dog, Jamie Cockshut. He's on the line. G'day, Jamie. How you going there, Sammy? Yeah, all good, all good. Now, harness racing from Launceston on Sunday night, two heats for the Group 1 Easter Cup you got on there? Yeah, no, look, yeah, they're, they're a bit disappointing in, in numbers and, you know, there's some high quality there, but I think the first one's got seven, the second one's got eight, you know, and there's a couple of horses that will be out of the depth, but come final, mate, it will be a keenly contested race and, you know, the class will come through and there's Emma Stewart sent a couple over in like a wildfire and the ex-Tasmania Pacer in Longfellow and Mick Stanley's got Rack'em Up Tiger Pie and the Tassie contingent will be trying fighting them off when Riley Major and got a good reason and a lip reader. So it'll be an interesting race, finally in a fortnight, but they've all got to qualify this week first. You're in good form, Jamie. I, I followed a few of your tips that you gave last week and uh, your best hit the line. It was a, it was a nice little Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? Oh, that's not. Yeah, yeah I, I, I honestly, Cam, I don't go back and look at them after I 
quicker for a week. Yeah, <laughs> really? Nah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not one of them. You know, I'll, I'll get a text message every now and then and say, oh, yeah, you know, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. But, yeah, I'm not one to... Jamie, you need a bit of detail. I'm not one to pump my own prize up. Jeez, you need to hang around Miles Spitzer a bit longer. The way the SEN boys do it, they might start rubbing off on me in the future. They love to celebrate a winner. We certainly we do. do. We all do that. Yeah, we no doubt. Do that, no doubt. Well, what we are your best that, for uh, for this week? Yeah, we'll go to Launceston. There's only one, mate. Race two, number three, Mickey O. People be getting sick of me tipping Mickey O, but this is his race. His numerical form is not much, but he's a quality horse, and let's just hope the Howlett boys have got him spot on, and he'll win race two. Over to race four, which is the first seat of the Easter Cup. Emma Stewart sending down like a wildfire. In my eyes, he's the one to beat for the, the final in a fortnight as long as he qualifies. He's a quality type. He's off 20 metres, but he's just got to step away, and from there he'd be too good for them for his rivals. And over to race nine, number 13, Hickstead, he gets into a race that he should be winning. I'll be disappointed if he don't, despite drawing to Barry 13. It just depends what price we get. We could get $4. We could get $2.50. But he should be winning with young Geordie Chibnall in the gig. A couple of value. We'll go race five, number two, Resurgent Rebel. Um, should be able to find the lead, and if it does, it'll give plenty of cheek at around the five or six dollar mark. Then we'll go over to race seven, number four, Exciter. I tipped him last week at double figure odds, and he went okay, but he's got a better draw, and young Ben Woodford can push forward, and if he can get outside the leader, he'll pull his way to the top, and he'll take no end of running down. And over to race eight, we've got Wee Saluchu. Um, been knocking on the door. I reckon you'll get out to the ten or twelve dollars, and that'll be worth a play at those sort of odds, you know, for the each way punters especially. Uh, we've also got a quality there, boys. First of we'll go numbers two, four, eight, ten, eleven. Secondly, we'll go three, seven, eight. Thirdly, we'll go four, five, eleven, and twelve. And lastly, we'll go five, eight, nine, and thirteen. Sixty dollars give us twenty-five percent of the dividend. And just on the Easter Cup, the second heat, that's the, probably the the stronger heat out of the two. You got Riley Major off twenty. You you got Rackham Up Tiger Pie off 10, you know, and you got Longfellow off the front, and there's a bit more depth in that race, but I honestly think Riley Major begins like a bullet, and I reckon he'll settle in front of his main, ride, main rival, Rackham Up Tiger Pie, and I reckon the local star will, will win the second heat and go into the final as the one to beat along with like a wildfire. Plenty there to, to load up on, Dog, that's for sure. And you've been in hot form, Jamie. Jamie, we've got uh, Ben Woodsford online, who is a uh, driver over there. He's been in great form. Yeah, how you going, Benny? How you going, mate? Yeah, well, well Ben, you know, this is the first time Ben's been on, but there's a bit of a story about Ben. He, he's an ex-Kiwi, and his father's, his, your father's a galloping trainer. Is that right, Ben, over in New Zealand? Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure, yeah. And he, he he he's had a bit of success of late. He's had a few Andy horses over his over his time in yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, he got he's got got two winners um yesterday. So he's, the team's been going good of late. Um, he's been a little bit quiet. Obviously, the virus run through the stable, but um, they're starting to get back on their feet and really hit their straps, mate. So obviously, I don't know how long you've been over in Australia, but you you made your way over a, a few years ago, and you've you've been around a been, been around a few of the states. But you found your way to Tasmania probably eighteen months two two years ago, and you've settled here. And um, you drove Chizu Spirit last week when you was able to lead throughout, which was a very good win. And you know you've got your confidence high after that win. And you know you've got a fair book of drives on Sunday night. And they kick off in race one. You're driving Rockin' Overtime, who is your best chance of the the weekend, I think. And Trained by Smile Hill, Paulie, oh, Smiley Hill, 
got barrier two. Um, I'm not sure if you'll get across to the peaks or not, but you're still going to take plenty of beating even if you've got a thick park. Oh, look, mate, he's done a great job of the horse. He's placed him right. and um, His last start run, I was actually meant to drive him, but um, through obviously unfortunate, um, I couldn't get drive him. But, um, look, he's been going great, and he probably should have won last week, but I really do think we'll roll to the front, and even if we've got to sit outside him, I think it'll be too good for him. No, I tend to agree with you, mate. Then we'll, we'll go to race seven. Exciting. I like him each, like him each way. He's he second up. I don't know what the tactics will be, but, you know, like from barrier four, he's got the speed to push forward, and if he gets up on the speed, I reckon he can give a bit of cheek at, you know, about double figure odds. Yeah, look, I, I, he's a bit out of form, but I think if he could roll forward and get a handy spot and lob sort of handy, I reckon he'd be there about, um, I, I tip him an each way chance to get, find a bit of form. And you go over to race eight, you're on Sundown. He's got, a, he's got a fair bit of gate speed. He races best in front. You've got barrier two, so I'm sure you'll be pushing forward, trying to bully your way across. And if he does, and if he produces anything like his best, he's got to be some hope as well. Oh, look, um, he's back to his favourite trip, mate, over a mile, and um, just turned the stick early and rolled forward. And if you can find the front, I'll be thinking you had to roll down. Uh, he definitely will. Then we'll go over to race 10. You're on a horse called Kenya. Um, has had a few chances, but... He's going to win one soon, and with the right sort of trip on Sunday night, you know, wouldn't 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 surprise me if he did actually get up at you know double figure odds. Yeah, look, he's probably going to need a little bit of luck from there. Um, he's probably going to have to sort of get everything go his way. Um, he's been racing okay of late. Um, he went all right last start, I thought, in the junior drivers' race. It's when Caleb Williams drove him. Um, if he gets a bit of luck, I think he'd be thereabouts in the finish, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's still trained a couple of horses, Benny, because you were training them, a, a, you know, six or nine months ago, but I don't know if you're still training a couple or, or you give oh, up training that, and just I've, helping out now. I've been, I've been quiet. I've actually been quiet at the minute. I don't actually have any work at myself. I've got a, I've been riding a lot of track work and got a galloper and work with uh, Tammy Mulross, actually, at the minute. So I've had, been playing around with a galloper or two, but I will get, I will find the right one and get back into training, I think. I'm I, something I really enjoy and, um, I will find another one, but my old horse Metro, he, I retired him, so I sort of had to step back after that. Yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. No, it's good to see you helping Tammy. You know, she, she's a she's a trainer that gets a winner every now and then. Bob's up at big odds, you know, old Tammy. And, you know, she she used to be a a star young range woman in her day back in the early days herself. So you know, there's you know, that's a little bit of info about Tammy. But out of the four, mate. I'm sure you're going to tip the first one as your best of the night. Which one do you go and push your punters into? Oh, look, definitely, definitely rocking overtime is my best of the night, but my other one I like um, is Sundown over the mile, mate. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. If he finds the top Sundown, he, he can run 157, and that's going to take plenty of beating up, up around Launceston, that's for sure. But it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Good luck, and, and keep driving them winners, mate, and, and hopefully, uh, you know... Your galloper comes through over the next few months, and you know we see you and the owner saw as a galloping owner. No worries, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. There is Ben Woodsford and Jamie. It's a, it's you know we often see it, especially Kiwis, aren't they? They're so good at at mixing it up. You know, obviously Graham Rogerson is famous for for having a big uh, team of gallopers, and then obviously a big team of of uh, harness horses, and and being so successful at both coats. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people over the last three or four years Sammy, that have taken up both dual codes. Like, like I mentioned, Tammy Mulross, I think she, going back years ago, she won three 
state driver's title for female driver's titles, you know, that's going back 25 years ago, you know, Tammy, and she was a gun driver, then she took up the, the galloping card, you've got Adrian Duggan, he trained both, you've got Stephen Lockhart, he's got harness horses and gallopers, you know, so it might be because Tasmania's a, a smaller state, it's a lot easier to manage both codes, but um, it's definitely the changing of the times, and up in Sydney you've got trainers like Blake Fitzpatrick, you know, he's got gallopers now, and Jane Ponsonby, so... Yeah. It's a changing landscape, and um, yeah, so we never know what's what's ahead, mate. It'd be interesting to see. There was a bit of a skit um, on social media, lad breaks, the Glen Boss taking up Arnold's racing job for April Fool's Day. Um, <laughs> Did you we, believe we, it? We've got tons wagon, and I actually rang Andy. I said, "Is it true?" And he said, "No," but he. It was only a bit of a skip, but he has shown interest in coming back out to see how he goes. So it's interesting to see, and we'll watch his face. But one thing about Bossy, he definitely knows how to get tongue, tongues wagged, and that's a bloody joke. I, I wouldn't put it past him, would you, uh, Bossy? And uh, uh, you wouldn't. You, know, you, you could just see him. You could just see him standing in a in a sulky, uh, <laughs> standing upright, throwing his arms around, going, "What about this?" Oh, you, you, you can just imagine him, but you know, like a. One thing about him, mate, we know we know how he celebrates when he gets a when he gets a decent winner. And just imagine if he did take up and was able to uh, drive a miracle mile winner like a or a convention winner. Jeez, it would be a fight to behold. Yeah, he was uh, definitely uh, he was he, what a jockey for big races, wasn't he, Glenn Boss? He certainly was. Oh, he he, he was, mate. That's when you know, like when he came back from Singapore, he won all their races, few, few seasons ago, Colding and all that, and. And he just he just shone. He just shone. Yes, yes, yes. In the what was that race? The, yeah, the Everest he won and, and all that. You know, he just he is. But it's a shame to see him go. But Australia's a very competitive place for for top end jockeys. So you know, he obviously thought, well, it's time to give it away because you don't want to be riding on country tracks or or second second tier race meetings. And uh, good on him, mate. What's this space with Bossy? I think he's got a few things up his sleeve really? coming coming up. Um, really? The I might be involved in, so we we'll just, Ooh, we'll, just keep, we'll just sort of oh. keep that under our, our uh, hat for a little bit, but you'll see it. I've got to say, Brownie, mate, you're a man of many, many talents. <laughs> he, hey, you know, Jamie, Jamie, as my old man, as my old man used to say, he's got a finger in lots of pies. Does, but I'm not, I'm not very good at any of them, Jamie. I'm not very good at any of them. I tuned in a bit of a football the other, other day, mate, and he's our brandy commentator. <laughs> <laughs> How talented is this man? How talented is this? Outstanding work. <laughs> nah, very good. Very good, good. Good to chat to you, uh, Jamie, and best of luck for the weekend. Uh, no worries, then, lads. Well done. Cheers, mate. There is Jamie Cockshark. We're going to take a break now, and on the other side, we'll come back and we'll have a look at the markets for the weekend. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Sam Highland and Campbell Brown. Welcome back to Taz Racing Talk, and it's giddy up, punters, lad broke it. Gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. Tommy Hackett, the man from Ladbrokes, is on the line. Tommy, no, we haven't got Tommy Hackett. I'm going to no. see how, um, how tapped into... His network, Tommy, is. I'm going to ask him if he knows what's in the pipeline that I just alluded to before <laughs> and see if he's aware of it. Right. Okay. We, we, we won't go with it, but um, if Tommy doesn't know about it, I'll, I'll, I'll be gobsmacked. Tommy is, uh, well, I see him most uh, Friday mornings uh, in the uh, Brisbane studios. Yeah. Where he's uh, always in hot form 
I've only met I've only ever met Cam Luke's brother on the one occasion, <laughs> and that was when we were up there for the Stratty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was um. I tell you what, it's going to be a big Stratty again this year too, dog. I think. Yeah, I think I might need to make my way back up and we'll do I an OB at the Paddo and. Sort it's of, only fair we go back to Mayo. I reckon. <laughs> try that vodka. <laughs> hopefully, um, hopefully uh, my entry ticket um, to the nightclub is still in the state. Um, we won't go into names, but he's a bald-headed fellow that plays for the Brisbane Heat <laughs> with the initial CL. I think Grubby was going to have a beer with him today, actually. Oh, really? That, that was, uh, there was lunch on up there. so Yeah, lovely. Uh, Is it stopped raining the, up in Queensland? Yeah, yet? it's yeah, been good. really good. It's been, it's, and and you know the beauty of up there, isn't it? That the um, when the sun comes out, it, it obviously uh, everything dries up pretty quickly. So yeah, that um, that's been a big bonus. So yeah, beautiful. It's been uh, it's been a big uh, shock to my family's system, my wife and kids coming down here and. Waking up in the morning, putting jumpers on and being a bit chilly, but yeah. it's been a good change. Dog. Yeah, it's always a bit more chilly, but less. been a summer of less rain, hasn't it? Yeah. So you can't have everything That's in it. life. That's it. Um, I'm still trying to get hold of, of Tommy Hackett here. A sacred Oath jumped, uh, did a jump out on the Sunshine Coast on Tuesday. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Won it pretty comfortably and a bit in the tank, so that's probably going to find a nice little maiden. I think Ryan Maloney wanted to go straight to a uh, listed race, and we said, Did hey, he? "Yeah, we said, hey, let's just get a get a little kill on the board." Yeah, and I and I would imagine uh, knowing Van Dyke how he trains, and obviously giving the horse plenty of time after that incident yeah. at Ipswich, and you know, horses can lose a bit of confidence when something like that happens. You know, ha- like shy, have, have, like yeah, shy at the rail, or that's like- it. Have a bad experience, and so you sort of want him to have ten days off and just try and forget about the whole experience, you know, yep. and, and then and then go to the trials and have a uh, have a good experience. And then, um, yeah, like he's – David Van Dyke is not someone that throws him in the deep end, is he? Yeah. You know, he likes small steps. He's very patient. Yeah, he's exactly. Very, very patient. Exactly. Um, well, Tommy Hackett hasn't, uh, hasn't picked up the phone, but uh, I'll tell you what we, we haven't touched on yet. We had a, a great Wednesday night race meet at Lonnie and uh, – Gee, Siggy Carr was on fire again, as was Brendan McCool, who rode uh, who rode a nice little uh, double over there. So he's been a great jockey for a long time, Brendan McCool. He has, hasn't in he? Tassie, um, yeah, and he's uh, he's just been so successful throughout his whole career. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully, we'll have Tommy Ackett to have a look at the markets for the weekend. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Sam Highland and Campbell Brown. We're back for the last segment, and it's all about giddy up punters. Lad broke it. Campbell responsibly called 1800 858 858. Ladbrokes, the Ladbrokes man, Tommy Hackett. We've finally got him on the line, and he's ready to go. Tommy, there's some, some good racing in, in Tassie over the weekend. There certainly is, Sammy, a really interesting seven-race card at Hobart on Sunday afternoon. Hopefully, we've all got full wallets after the uh, day one, uh, day two of the championship. We've all found the winner of the Queen Elizabeth, and we can roll our winnings into this really interesting meeting at Hobart. There's a few I like here. I think if we look at race four at Hobart, Hobart race four, number two, good luck, Bob. They're going to get a bit of a price for this unusual suspect gelding, but... I really was taking with his first up run at Launceston on 
pure on just on paper it didn't look that impressive but if you watch the replay really found the line quite nicely i think he'll improve off that run second up and be quite tough to beat that's race four number two good luck bob in race five in my opinion the best race of the day and a horse i've had a big opinion of i think one of the one of the probably most uh, consistent horses in Tasmania in, in the last season is Lucky Lil. Number two, race five, number two, Lucky Lil. Has won two of its last three. Just got a great record at Launceston. It's a genuine Launceston specialist. Four wins, two second, uh, a second and a third from his eight starts here at, at Hobart. And uh, this tracking distance will be very tough to beat. That's race five, number two, Lucky Lil. And my best bet of the day, race six, number two, Did You Decide? was very good on debut at Hobart. Won a maiden, was really tough, was entitled to fold up late, didn't, kept on finding the line. I think he'll take good improvement from that effort. And he's a, a young horse that does have a fair amount of upsides. My best bet of the day at Hobart on Sunday, race six, number two, did you decide? Beautiful, Tommy. We were speaking to Scotty Brutton earlier today as well, and he specifically mentioned in race four, good luck Bob's run, didn't he, Sammy? Who, yeah, he did. He doesn't train that horse, but he was he was taken with its... First up effort as well, mate. Um, hey, there's um, the, there's some things happening at Ladbrokes, Tommy, that I, I'm sure you're across. We're not going to break them on air, but are you aware of uh, Glenn Boss's next project and a couple of things going on up there? Well, Bossy has become the busiest man at Ladbrokes. He thought he was going to have an easy life <laughs> after he retired from the saddle, but we're keeping him that busy that he might actually go back and start training. It'll be an easier, easier gig than what we've got him doing. He's a, a very busy man, but he's doing some great things, that's for sure. Yeah, he certainly is. Great work, Tommy, and um, enjoy the weekend, mate. We'll speak to you very, very shortly. Thanks, boys. Hope you find plenty of winners. You too. And yet, Tommy, make every race even more exciting with Ladbrokes. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. That is us, dog, for Taz Racing Talk. He, he didn't allude to too much then, did no, he, Tommy? No, he didn't. So, he didn't. But either, uh, either a good times. poker player or he has no idea what I'm talking it's, about. <laughs> it's definitely uh, worth following, that's for sure, because uh, it's going to be uh, pretty exciting stuff for uh, for Glenn Boss going forward to the <laughs> Well, we're on today. Good um, time. First time you and I are in the studios together and not through Jitsi, <laughs> Gypsy, whatever it's called. So looking forward to a big day. We've got some Wodonga races and uh, races right across the country. Tune in soon. We've got plenty of winners. Let's hope.